you may be wondering why Christians believe in the Bible. I do not think that is the question you ought to be asking. As you know, people believe in many, many things and a good part of what anyone believes is not true. Even the belief in an objective, physical reality that is independent of our perception of it, is a deeply flawed idea. It is so flawed it has given rise to many movies and stories about the manipulation of reality. But we will not be looking at that side of things, here. It is not possible to understand the Bible if we do not understand why it was written. The purpose of the Bible is not to create Christians or even to build the church. These are secondary objectives. The central focus of the Bible is not Jesus, but Satan. Because it is Satan that the birth and ministry and death of Jesus is relevant. It is because of Satan that this world we are in exists. Without Satan there would be no Bible. Unfortunately, the claim that the greatest victory of Satan was in getting people to believe he does not exist, does not apply only to knowledge of his personhood. Indeed, the denial of the personhood of Satan is of secondary importance. Even those who believe Satan exists think of him as akin to Nimrod. People have no understanding of the strategy of Satan. Satan is dismissed as a creature but more importantly people are no longer aware of his mission. He has been mocked out of existence to be replaced by a buffoon. But this buffoon does not just look ridiculous, he makes it clear to all what he is doing and why. Why would the father of lies turn out to be impeccably honest? Pedophiles mock their own identity. The physical imagery of a child molester is of someone who is ugly, diseased, ungroomed and a social misfit. In other words, if one looks at how pedophiles are represented, they would not be able to get within a hundred yards of a child or his parents. The quiet, well-mannered, nicely groomed, family man next door who offers his help the single mother, including babysitting, is of course, no danger because he does not fit the profile. What is more useful than law? Yet, when we look at the law, all it does is regulate arbitrary authority to make our subjugation to the elite more palatable. The law is a way of saying that while the lawmaker is imposing rules on its subjects, the lawmaker is holding himself to the same rules. You may have to pay taxes in order to support the lawmaker, but the lawmaker also has to pay taxes on the income he takes from you. The lawmaker cannot sleep under bridges. He must pay for what he gets and follow all the same regulations you have to follow. Though there may be a specific law that permits him to evade, circumvent or not be liable, according to a particular statute, the law may not seem demonic. Indeed, the law seems useful even necessary and has social value, like your well-groomed neighbor who is willing to babysit for you. The wolf comes to the church in the clothes of a sheep, for good reason. What is the role of the government but to help us? But what is the state to help us with? Think for a moment about law. The person who claims the law is not needed is looked at as if he or she is a criminal. But criminals actually like the law. It is not in their best interest to have everyone as lawless as they are. If we are all playing a game by the rules and one person cheats, he or she will have an advantage. If everyone cheats, 
the game is destroyed. On the other hand, if no one cheats then we do not need rules. But what does this mean? God told us without the law sin could not be revealed. Anarchy has always suffered from the negative impressions that without the state chaos would erupt. Lawlessness is only lawlessness if there is law. People are accustomed to the idea that if there is no law, there is no order. But the law exists because of people cheating. You might want to know how people can cheat when there are no rules. But there are always standards even if they are not in the form of the law. The question is whose standards are we following? Are there other rules than the ones provided by the state? If society was stripped of the regulatory power and authority of the state, do gangs of criminals take us over? At this point, anarchists introduce the idea of the natural law, arguing there are certain principles all persons agree to. This has been difficult to prove empirically. The usual example is the injunction against murder, but murder is a legalistic term, and no nation prohibits the killing of human life, without exception. But if we admit law as a place life becomes an endless debate of which source or form of law is the best. Religions and political system do this all the time. Why would one system of law make us moral, unless the lawmaker is God? Even then we would have to follow it perfectly. But rule following has nothing to do with morality. The law brings us face to face with Satan. Law is the apologetic of Satan. The law is how Satan makes subjugation to evil, palatable. It's a quid pro quo. If we obey the law, we will not be arrested or fined. The king may have the power of the sword, says Satan, but he is under the law as well as his subjects. The faithful live out the truths of scripture and faith, making a liar out of Satan. The greater the faith, the less need there is for law. However, you might notice something amiss. Remember, the devil creates law to impose order or the lawless. 1 Timothy 1. 7 Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say, nor whereof they affirm. 8 But we know that the law is good, if a man use it lawfully. 9 Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. 10 For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for menstealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. 11 According to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. To simply remove the law would be to release the lawless from the confines of the law. But the lawless need the law. The godly must look at the what the law seeks to contain. The law was created to contain the lawless, but the epitome of lawlessness is Satan himself. Law contains the lawmaker, thereby justifying the law. There is something in the lawless that has to be contained. The answer as to what evil is can be witnessed in Eden and elsewhere. There are in fact only two possible categories of behavior. One type of action is based on fear and the other on faith. Scripture tells us there is good and evil. Those who are evil live in fear, 
and those who are good have faith. The Bible describes people as being of the flesh or of the spirit, we are saved or unsaved, there is always this juxtaposition of diametrically opposed groups. We are not divided by skin color, religion, politics and so on, at least not in the biblical sense of the term. The difference between the biblical categories is sufficient to justify thinking of the two groups as two races. However, the only way the division makes sense is if one is a Christian. A non-Christian cannot conceive of there being two unique races of persons, let alone two incompatible realities. This is because apart from Christians, every group is legalist. Only Christians live by faith. Interestingly legalists mock the idea of faith, not understanding it. Faith is not belief without evidence. Faith is trust and specifically trust in other believers. There is only one legitimate reason for the law, to control the lawless. If one did not offend the law it would not be needed. People tend to think that without the law there is no law. This is true but an absence of law only means there is no ethical system in place. Without an ethical system there is no lawgiver to create and regulate the law. This does not mean that without the lawmaker everyone acts to please himself. Even animals have strategies to reduce competition and conflict within the species. However, this natural order is destroyed by fear and the breaking of trust. The role of Satan is to get you to fear your neighbor and to see him or her as a source of risk, and in seeing him or her as a source of risk, you will turn to the law and the building of the Tower of Babel as the remedy to this risk. Nothing takes people away from God, further and faster, than fear of one's neighbor.